Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. This is the second episode of season 10, which is far too many seasons, of our new standalone series. Danny, you haven't written these for a while. That's true. How are you feeling? Two in. Slowly progressing into competence again. So they'll get better and better? I'm hoping so. And season 10, episode 10 will be fantastic? Magnum opus. Brilliant. That's, that's the good one, right? Yes. Every single episode, we have guests come on to play through an escape room that Danny has created that exists just in her mind and your mind and our minds, and also some like PDFs and PNGs. This episode, we have two fantastic guests, two returning guests. We have Will Campos from Dungeons and Daddies. Hello. And we and have. More. Sorry. And more. <laughs> and more. Not, not just Dungeons and Daddies. Yeah, it's that's okay. True. You could say just Dungeons and Daddies. I'm putting him I'm putting him in a box. <laughs> I'm also a Star Wars fan fiction writer professionally, so that's my other credit. <laughs> and joining the multifaceted Will Campos, we have Chris Yule from Finish It and More. No, only I'm sorry, only Finish It. I, I blink and, out of existence when I'm not doing my podcast Finish It. <laughs> yeah. I thought Hello. you were the one who wrote Star Trek fan fiction so we could get a fight oh, happening. That was, no. the, so that, was the, that was the pitch for this team up, Chris. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be knockdown drag Let's out. see if these two can get out of an argument about which is better, Star Trek or Star Wars. <laughs> Things are about to get real. <laughs> so, so the two of you have been on before, but never together. Do you think you'll gel well or do you think you needed the other teams? It doesn't feel great so far. I'm not really like it's yeah. There's some there's definite friction. Chris I came think. into the room with a real weird energy. He was <laughs> insulting everybody. I will say this, and yeah. this is true. Chris, Chris and I both said that we were the weakest part of our previous episodes. So <laughs> you got groups, a real. Yeah. It's like a reverse natural selection going on. <laughs> yeah, usually you want the best people to come back for the next episode. So whoever's yeah. worse of the two of us has to come back for episode number three. That's the rule. I mean. Isn't yeah. that the whole point of escape rooms? The people who are the strongest, well, they actually get out. The ones they survive who are the, the weakest, escape room. Oh, okay. they have to keep so escaping. The... I'm recording this from an escape room that I did in person that I still haven't figured out two years ago. It's been two years. I just You're live just in part of now. the room now. This you dang lock, it's got a bunch of puzzles on it. I don't know which combination it is. What kind of lock has letters on it? <laughs> as far as places to spend the last two years, I think you found the safest one. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, That's true. Locked in a room away from everybody. <laughs> we've sort of we've sort of transitioned our way into how we usually start every episode, which is we have a few questions for our guests. This is an escape room podcast. So what is your sort of general escape room experience? Has it changed since the last time you've been on the show? Yeah, mine's easy. It hasn't changed. I still have never been inside of an escape room. I oh, love wow. the concept. It just it never happened before the pandemic. And so at this point, it'll, it'll be a bit. I've done them with you and they're delightful. You're running entirely on like conjecture right now. Like you're a man <laughs> trying to create an omelet and you've only seen yeah. an omelet on television. Never I've never played one. a game of any sort. I don't know what a game <laughs> is. I'm trying to pick it up. Well, Chris, your podcast seems like it's of a similar ilk in terms of that you do like choose your own adventures and stuff like that. So like yeah, you're but, into, like, you've yeah. been in like a mental puzzle space before in terms of like you, yeah. you have experience with that. There's no logic in those nightmares, though. There's there's absolutely <laughs> no rhyme or reason in there. I so I could think I can count on one hand the number of escape rooms I've done since I was on this podcast like two three years ago which is my family we've been going to this camp in michigan every ever since we were kids is like a summer camp kind of thing so like family summer camp and so they had an wow, escape room 
two years ago, and we did an escape room there that was kind of like a very lo-fi one. And then yesterday, we do for the Dungeons & Daddies Patreon, like one of our levels, we do like a game night where like we'll play video games online, we'll stream them, and we played Escape Simulator, which Ah. I'm sure you guys must be familiar with. Um, Mm. And we played through two, and I was mostly complaining throughout (laughs) the time, so... (laughs) It's been yours is the last time I sincerely made an effort in an escape room. So. <laughs> so the other aspect of this show is that it's escape rooms mixed with a sort of tabletop role playing feeling. So what is your tabletop role playing experience? Will, do you want to go first this time? Yeah, so I'm on a show called Dungeons and Daddies, uh, not a BDSM podcast. We've been doing a tabletop game for now for going on three years. We're coming up on our three-year anniversary, I think, of our first episode, which is surreal. Aww. So, uh, I mean, mm. we we definitely what we play, we we always say that we what we play is loosely described as Dungeons and Dragons because we get very <laughs> fast and loose with the rules. But like, yeah, the, so a fair amount of TTRPG experience, mostly involving antagonizing and derailing the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> that's the job of a player i think yes exactly yeah making my dm uncomfortable and miserable that's most of it and yet you have the amazing skill of derailing but you guys all care so much about making a good story that your derailing is great and you make it work and i don't know how all of you especially anthony i don't know how he handles that as someone who can't improvise no he loves it he really enjoys it so that's the secret is if you're into being humiliated and punished like anthony is then you know it goes great But it's not a BDSM podcast. It's not. It's not. (laughs) Um, And Chris, what is your sort of tabletop role playing Um, experience? uh, As I've mentioned before, most of mine is uh, from being teenagers. And my brother and I would spend a lot of time making characters and coming up with stuff, but not really playing. But then lately I've been playing uh, with you, Bill. You've been DMing uh, my brother and I and uh, wonderful friend Toby in Lancer, which is like a mech-based space sci-fi uh, thing mm. that has been very fun. Actually, so if if lot. Chris isn't a good guest on your podcast, Bill, does that yeah. mean you're going to take it out on him in the game? <laughs> yeah, that's, you know that I make seems... such bad choices in that game that like he doesn't need to do anything to punish me. <laughs> <laughs> I just panic. All right, wonderful. Well, I think we are ready to go. Do you want to give a little preamble as to what this room is? Yeah, so normally we go into this without me saying anything before the introduction and our guests are coming in completely blind as to what the theme is. Not so with this one. It started out in my designing of it just being a straightforward beach room, but then we got uh, contact from one of our friends, Neil from the show Triviality, if you listen to that one, fantastic trivia podcast, please do go and listen to it. And he has a book coming out very shortly that is all about Patrick Swayze, and we're looking to do maybe a little cross-promotion, and I looked at this so far unwritten beach room and went, well... There's room for a little bit of Swayze in this. You could do some dirty dancing on the beach. <laughs> exactly, that was the plan. <laughs> is there going to be a little? Is there going to be a kid making a sandcastle, and then a ghost of another kid behind him helping him make the sandcastle? Yeah, you're making That's me. Right, it's oh, hold, hold on, you got to give me a couple of minutes to change things up now. <laughs> we hear frantic erasing going on on the uh, on the plan. <laughs> So now, what we have, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about that book afterwards, I think, but for now, we have a Point Break-themed room. Yes! If you are not familiar with the movie Point Break, you might miss some references, but it's still an escape room, you'll be fine. 
Wonderful. You, if you're not familiar with the movie Point Break, get familiar. It's a great movie. Catherine Bigelow directed it. It's a just a hmm. fantastic smoldering tale of steely <laughs> looks between Patrick Swayze, Swayze and Keanu Reeves. There's surfing. There's football. Gary Busey shows up in it. It's really just a gem of a '90s action romp. Uh, also, yep. kind of the prototypical. Um, Fast and the Furious, very inspired by Point Break, is basically it's, Point Break yeah, with cars. It's yeah. the exact same movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the first one. Yeah, the first one is quite literally just Point Break, but with street <laughs> racing instead of. Surfing. And yeah. we are talking about the 2015 remake Point Break. Yeah, right? of course. That's the yeah, one. the iconic version okay. of 2015 Fantastic. remake. Oh yeah. God, that's what we want. <laughs> what, a, what a horrifying <laughs> twist. <laughs> that's why we have to escape. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Why would you escape from the from the 90s Point Break? <laughs> it's amazing. All right, we looking like we're ready to go. Let's go. Whisk us right. away. I gotta get my uh, intense uh, surf tone on. <clears throat> Thirty years ago, a crime spree hit the sunny city of LA. Bank robbery after bank robbery, most of them surprisingly nonviolent. It was said they didn't do it for the money, just for the thrill. They were adrenaline junkies. These thieves. Sometimes it was the banks. Sometimes it was skydiving in the middle of nowhere. But the one activity they kept coming back to was surfing. That was their lives. And for the ringleader, it was also his death. It's an infamous tale. The head of the gang, eh, you can't remember his name. He wanted to end his, his life in one way. No, you can't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> I spent so long Googling trying to find out if he had a surname. I was just curious. No, he's just Bodie, man. He's Bodie Van All right, sorry, Bodie's please Bodie. go ahead. Point breaks are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> the head of the gang you can't remember his name or maybe you can who knows he wanted to end his life in one way riding a suicidal wave at bells beach victoria during a tumultuous weather event called the 50-year storm the police were hot on his tail but he made it out onto that wave and he never made it back and that was how this surprisingly dark action adventure story ended until today a lot has changed since back then but one thing, because of climate change, that 50-year storm is now more like a 30-year storm, and it's due to hit <laughs> right about now. Ooh. And for another, the police records of the incidents have been made available online. You gave it a perusal one day when you were bored of your usual work, and quite quickly you noticed that something didn't quite add up. Literally. The amount of money this gang stole, the amounts in their various bank accounts, all the expenses they were known to incur on their escapades, they didn't balance. There was a lot more money that should have been recovered after the ringleader died, but no one had ever found it. And as far as you can tell in your research, no one ever tried to find it. And just like that, the idea started bubbling away in your head. You could find that money. And you were pretty sure you knew where to start looking. You do a bit of surfing yourself, though you'd never do something as crazy as ride a 30-year storm wave. But at the same time, you sort of get why someone would. You get the idea of obsession, of feeling like it's your destiny to do one specific thing, everything else being a minor distraction along the way. And if this surfing, robbing ringleader felt like that, you know he wouldn't hide his treasure anywhere else but the place he was obsessed with. So, you got on a plane... You hitched a ride to Bell's Beach, and here you are. Is this, is, are we doing Point Break 2, The Search for Bodhi's Treasure? Yes, you yes, are. Yes, you are. That's amazing. You walk through the car park, past a public toilet and vending machine, 
and you head down the walkway. There isn't another soul in sight. Not surprising, the wind is volatile, the sky is a threatening shade of dark grey, and at any moment you expect a rain bomb to hit you. It's also winter, so, you know, there's that too. You shield your eyes so sand doesn't fly in them, and you take a look at the beach. So, everything about the beach is kind of a mess. In the north, where you are, there's an outdoor shower, which is the only permanent fixture here. Mm-hmm. In the northeast, a few surfboards stick out of the sand. Right in the centre of the place is a huge sand castle. And somewhere off to its left, you see a bucket, and off to its right, a spade. Sitting in the west is a lifeguard's chair with a pair of binoculars fallen at its feet. Stuck at various points throughout the sand are umbrellas, over a dozen of them. You'll get a bit more detail about exactly where they are later, so don't worry too hard about that. Are these man-sized beach umbrellas, or are we talking like rain umbrellas? These are beach umbrellas. How wild would that be if a beach was covered with rain umbrellas? That would. I be know, so it had so a very weird. like uh, <laughs> Renee Magritte kind of vibe if it's just yeah. like the normal-sized umbrellas. And not even, not even like normal <laughs> umbrellas, like the ones you get when you've forgotten your umbrella, so you get like a $5 one from a little corner <laughs> store, they're like this big. <laughs> <laughs> And all over the place, having been blown from God knows where, there's a whole heap of beach flags and warning signs. Okay. Now, as for the water itself, which is to the south, by the shore, it's full of litter. And way out past the nastiest of waves, you can just make out a close-topped boat. Hmm. In spite of all that, it's something else that catches your attention first. On the end of the handrail, right where your hand is resting before you step out on the sand, someone has taped down a small piece of paper with two words on it. Happy anniversary. Ugh. That could be for anyone. It could mean an actual anniversary, but somehow, somehow, you know it's not talking about a wedding. You know that it's meant for you. Someone was expecting you here. Okay. Now you are welcome to start exploring this place. Chris, it feels like oh, we man. should take a closer look at this note to see if there's anything else written on it. That's the yeah, first place yeah, yeah. my on the mind goes to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This note has nothing else written on it, and the handwriting, it's written in just sort of generic, neat handwriting. You can't tell mm. anything about this. You Too suspect generic. that it might just be an ominous Too room generic. introduction as opposed to anything that will okay. help with a puzzle later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Hmm. <laughs> what about on the little, any, anything else on the little banisters? On the one little, nah, on not the, so much. No, okay. Okay. Uh, which mm. way is the wind blowing right now? Ooh. All of them. Whoa! A, wow. We're at the center. <laughs> so there's, it's true, there's, we're in the we're in the eye of a hurricane. <laughs> Either that or the North Pole. That's how that works, the, right? The North Pole. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. What about that nasty shower? Should we take a peek in there since we're so yeah? Close let's to go it? to the shower. Let's mm-hmm. go there first. Just get it over yeah, with, sure. right? There's not much to it. It's just a slab of concrete at the top of the beach with a drain in the middle and a tall shower head hanging over it. The water only comes out cold. It's basically just for getting salt and sand off you before you head home. You Mm. don't see anything of note unless you peer into the drain. Yeah, let's not do that. (laughs) Sounds like a trap. Forget it. (laughs) Definitely a trap. I was going to say, well, first I was going to say turn the shower on, but let's check in the drain first. Oh, yeah. You, you can turn the shower on just fine and cold water comes out in little sad spurts. There's no good pressure here. Okay, uh, dang. But in this drain, there's a key in there. Now, 
There is no way your fingers can fit through the narrow slits of the drain cover. Mm. And annoyingly, it doesn't feel like it wants to come off. So what's it? Is it like just sitting under the drain cover or is it like hanging from something? No, it is sitting in there. The drain doesn't look like it's particularly deep before there's a mini ledgy thing for this key to be sitting. Uh, a key ledge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, a drain ledge, you know, for like all the water that's in your drain. Yeah. yeah. And just for added drama, it is hanging precariously halfway ah, off the perfect. Key ledge. Okay. So if you it screw up, so but, you, by your estimation, it looks like it would fall off the edge in 60 minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and then you'll have <laughs> to just God. try again. Does it look like it would fit out in between the little drain slits if if we yes. could pull it with something? Okay, cool. Okay. All right. Do we want yeah. to? I'm trying to think if there's anything else we want. I can, I inspect the shower head to see if there's anything in the shower head. I have like done that. that in rooms before, but not this time. Damn. What about the concrete itself? Are there any like markings on it? Anything in the grout of the concrete bricks? Like, you know, like there's any graffiti on here? Now you have learned everything there is to know about this shower. Oh, that makes it easy. Suspicious uh, lack of graffiti on this strewn, desecrated beach. Definitely There'll be plenty of graffiti elsewhere. <laughs> Why would you graffiti a shower? It can wash right off. That's true. Very good point. Uh, should we check and take a look at these surfboards? It feels like uh, yeah. the yeah. yeah. Let's 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 do a general survey and then we can try to figure out how to suss out that key. Make sure they're Absolutely. not just like giant tongues sticking straight up out of the sand, which is That's what they look true. like on my Could paper. Be a bunch of freakish demons that's true yep. the surfboards are resting vertically with one of their pointy ends stuck into the sand with this wind you don't think they're going to last that way much longer mm-hmm. you think based on the look of them they're probably rentals they've got quite a lot of wear to them and they don't look like they'd be particularly expensive as you give each of them a closer look you find something half buried in front of one of them it's a Ooh. roughly cut paper sign attached to a thick knotted string must have been hanging over the board before the weather turned bad you expect mm-hmm. it to be prices or something, and yeah, it's something. It looks like a list of rules, and you're going to get given an image of these rules. Oh, no. okay. And for people who are listening along at home, you can have a look at this image yourself in the Ooh. show notes. Um, but uh, yes, would one of you like to read it out for our listeners? Yeah, I'm I can happy read that it. you went with this one first, because this is the image I put the least effort into, so you're oh, going to get more just impressed. It's just going to keep escalating. All right. <laughs> Uh, it says, stay within the surfing boundaries. Remember to watch all your sides. That includes diagonals. Whether you're playing beach football or waxing your board or halfway in between, be happy. Hmm. Or waxing Something or about sides and between. diagonals. Yeah. And what does it and mean to be halfway between? between playing beach football or waxing your board? We, have, we don't football. have a... <laughs> We're playing beach board. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Let's make a note of that for now. I think we can circle back to that. Or just throw it away. (laughs) Just, yeah, this is meaningless. Um, uh, Can we... Can we take a closer look at these surfboards? Yeah. They have anything written on them? Any, like, logos or anything? No. They look cheap. And honestly, even to, to your amateur surfer eye, they're a bit unrefined. Why would you put graffiti on a surfboard? It's just going to wash right off. <laughs> Can I? I'd like to knock on each of the surfboards to see if any of them sound like hollow. Like there might be something on one of them. <laughs> yeah, like you knock on like a wall. You know what I mean? Like you're like trying to search yeah. for like a hidden passage or something like that. I just yeah, I give we're... a thorough inspection of the surfboards. I am going to be hiding much less stuff from you than you think. You're very suspicious <laughs> of me, Will. <Okay. laughs> 
<laughs> the insides of the surfboards, they sound like uh, polystyrene, polyurethane. Oh, wow. Ooh, okay. That's there we go. Person. I know what's inside a surfboard, apparently. You're trained here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Think all right. They float because they're full of polystyrene, apparently, oh, which good. is wild. Yeah. Do you think there's any way we can use that string to get the key? I guess we would need some sort of hook or something, right? You would think. Annoyingly, this is very thick knotted string. It oh, won't fit down okay. that gap. That's wow. Thick mm. string. All right. It's thicker than the key. Yeah, it's like a, that's like a ship it's rope or something like yeah, that. It's yeah, ro- it's rope. Oh, okay. There is right, a well, thing. There are a lot of ropes that are thicker than a key. That's not that wild. Yeah, but there are a lot of ropes, not many strings. So this is rope. Oh, whatever. We've, we're halfway. We, we're caught we halfway between string and rope. Um, <laughs> you know what I would like to do though, because this might come. Let's let's rip the the paper off the string, and you know, like maybe we can roll this up at some point, or wet it, or fashion something out of it. So let's just hold on to that, and put it in our inventory. Fair yeah, enough. Can... At the very least, yeah. you can reread it anytime you want. Now, if you hold your mouse to the top of the screen, you can see it'll pop down. You can drag it onto stuff that you want to use. And <laughs> drop it into don't, our. Don't inventory make promises spot. we okay. can't keep, Billy. <laughs> Just hit I and you can review the whole. Thing. I click I I, cl- I you I put I click eye and hand and nose and tongue on top of it to see if anything happens. Yeah, why don't you just do your rooms that way? Uh, tongue surfboard. I swear uh, to God, I played one of those. I think it was a Lucas Arts game or an old Sierra game that had the tongue, and you yeah. there was literally like one clue in the entire game that used the tongue, and the rest of the time was like you can't look that. I'm like, why is there a whole bottom for this? this um. Anyway, uh, should we should we carry on right. with our survey? Should we head over to the yeah. uh, to the sandcastle? Yeah, I gotta see this sandcastle. Yeah, let's take a look at the sandcastle. It is quite something. You don't even really believe that a kid could have done this. First off, it's so sturdy and the sand is so properly compacted, the wind isn't blowing it to pieces, wow. which by all rights it should be. And second of all, it's got turrets and towers for days. It's three stories tall. And you haven't built a sandcastle in quite some years, but your inner child is quite bitter about how good <laughs> is this it, is. When you say yeah. three stories tall, are you talking about like three sandcastle stories, or does this look like a, like a three story building made of sand? <laughs> like three human stories. Three yeah, crab like, stories or three human stories? Uh, three little sand dolly stories. But, three you know, three action, like, oh, like an action figure size. G.I. Like Joe. A, we yeah, like a G.I. Joe story. Yeah, Exactly. Okay. And they, right. they could go well easily through the door. They sized it very nicely. Wow. Now, what about a okay. He-Man? Would that be a little bit too big? <laughs> uh, it wouldn't. It, it, he would still fit height-wise, but not width-wise. What about too Action yoked. Man? Too yoked. <laughs> action Man was quite a tall doll. Action Man. Yeah, that's a big doll. I have about 20 other action figures that I need to ask about, so we'll just talk to this list real quick. Surely a Mighty Max. That would have been easy, right? Mighty Max could fit anywhere. You're wasting our time, Bill. Obviously, Mighty Max is going to fit. I'm just saying. David, we've only got 58 more minutes before that key falls down the train. We have to hurry. Oh, just sitting. Did Barbie outheight the other ones? Action Man Surely. out was taller than everybody. Really? Barbie has so many legs. I don't Bar- think Action Barbie Man was, was Barbie is the tallest action figure that I know of. Uh, yeah. In the yeah. in the sort of I guess maybe like Stretch Armstrong would be bigger. Her, but her knees only bent a little bit, so she was forced to be tall. Hey, that's Here's true. A fun fact: hmm? Action Man yeah. is GI Joe. I, I assumed that it was like an Australian That's the version British of it or and Australian something. rebranding. Oh, you guys yeah. got Action Man. Action Man. Oh, 
That's like the color with a U of G.I. Joe. Is yeah, yeah. <laughs> you say action, man. Man, we're learning a lot right now. This is fantastic. Yeah. Cultural exchange this program is, going this on. This is why we do this for the Yeah, learning. so we can learn. <laughs> um so it's a it's big. So we, yeah. we've established big a big so I'm going to write that word big down and it's say that. It's big. It's three stories tall to an action man. Sure. Um, okay. I mean, this uh, this seems a little cruel, but should we just kind of knock it over? Let's, yeah, let's I poke it. stuff in there? Okay, start with the poke. I like that. This is a good enough sandcastle that a poke is just not going to do it, I'm afraid. All right. Um, I shove Chris over onto it. <laughs> <laughs> I do not catch myself. I land hard. Roll for dexterity. Uh, (laughs) It's a one. Get out of here. Chris, you collapse down uh, onto this sandcastle. The entire right half of it crumbles underneath you. Uh, You feel a little bit like uh, Godzilla, and that gives you a sense of power, even though it wasn't your decision. Uh, Chris is gruesomely impaled on the parapet. (laughs) So sturdy is the sandcastle. (laughs) The machete that was hidden inside the castle. (laughs) That's right. Uh, is there so the he, so the right side of it has been knocked over? Is but there's no like yeah, sure. stuff in there. No, not quite. But you know what? You've had such a fun time. I think it's well worth destroying the rest of it as well. Let's yeah. go for it. Yeah. I get in on the in. action and just we when we mess up the other half, we kick the other half over. Yeah, you you <laughs> kick at it, you jump on it, you roll around in it, yeah. and at one point, one of you, whoever gets to the middle first. Your, your foot lands on something with a slightly pointed edge. Feels a bit Uh-oh. like stepping on a Lego. And ooh, you unbury something, and right where the middle of the castle was, right in the throne room, there's a walkie-talkie. <gasps> I feel like if we if we had been more delicate about this, we could have actually explored this entire castle piece by piece, and it probably would have been a real joy. So I apologize Dang, if yeah. we missed any of that. <laughs> a walkie-talkie, you say? Okay, is All right, it down? Um... So got a walkie-talkie. Uh, yeah, it's, it... it's it's not very fancy. It doesn't have dials to change frequency, just a single on-off button. So mm-hmm. you won't have any choice about who to talk to if you get to. But that doesn't matter right now because you flip it over and it is missing a battery. Wow. Isn't that always oh, the way? Man. They never come with the batteries. <sighs> Ridiculous. Uh, Action Man didn't even need batteries. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Did he have a pole string? You know, <laughs> The Action Man I had as a kid mm-hmm. had a, a, a little lever on the back of his head to make his eyes go left and right in a shifty way. That's horrifying. What? That was his one nightmare. That was his one interactable feature. You could make him go, hmm. (laughs) Was that like his G.I. Joe name? Was he like Peeping Tom? Or (laughs) This is what happens when you ban guns in your country. This is the kind of toys that you get. (laughs) Well, he can't have a gun. I guess his eyes can look I guess he just looks from side to side being like, where are all the guns? Where'd they go? I'm a soldier. <laughs> uh, okay. okay, right. We're trying to do so something here. So the walkie talkies out of batteries. Uh, there was a bucket and a spade, I believe. Mm. I would yeah, like to is there a battery those. in the bucket? I bet there is. You take a look at this bucket. On the inside, all it's got in is a bit of sand. The mm. outside, it's bright and colorful, and it's decorated with the images of all sorts of sea creatures. So, just to name a few, you see a green shark, a white dolphin, a red manta ray, and a pink turtle. We we put the walkie-talkie in the bucket just for now, just to hold. Yeah, just to, and the, and the little string. We'll put the little string in there too. Oh yes, and the paper and the bit of string. They're all in the bucket yeah, now. That all is now bucket. rope. I, I'm starting to feel anxious that this entire escape area is covered in sand. I guess I will. Let's start on the bottom left, and we'll just 
dig about what 12 inches down <laughs> foot by foot until we get through the whole beach <laughs> okay you find three silver dollars you find a shell some weird expired needle of some kind uh did you want to go check out that spade as well yes we would yes. love to all right, you head over to collect that. Uh, you assume it goes with the bucket, but I suppose there's no way to be certain. The mm -hmm. wind has really gotten to this thing. It is all tangled up in some sort of fishing wire. Ooh, fishing wire. Fishing wire. Mm. Fishing wire. Now, is this, is this string or rope-sized wire? Yeah. This How wire? thick is this fishing wire? <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we untangle it? You can. You can get some of it free. And so We're now amazing. you can get... A uh, decent-sized bit of very thin fishing wire. All right. Sounds good. Uh, but no great. Hook. There's no hook on it? No. No hook. Oh, that'd be too easy. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, maybe, uh, maybe you're really good at like vertical sm small lassoing. I will save you time. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. What about this lifeguard's chair, then? Yeah. That's the way to go. Yeah, all right. It's a little funny. You didn't know this beach typically had lifeguard supervision, especially mm -hmm. in winter, but the chair's here all the same. Its legs are planted firmly enough into the sand that it's not getting battered by the wind like a lot of other stuff. It's good and tall, and you can imagine that anyone sitting up there is imbued with a great sense of authority. Okay. There was something about binoculars mentioned. There are some binoculars sitting at their feet, and as far as you can tell, give them a good brush to get the sand off, they seem functional. Okay. Interesting. We should look at that boat. Should we look at that boat with the binoculars? Oh, good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's look at the I'll boat. I'll use the left eye hole. You can use the right eye. Perfect. Hole. Yeah, we go we go cheek yeah. to cheek on the on these cheek things and cheek. look at the boat in the dis in the distance. Now we All can't right, tell yeah. how far the boat is because we're each only <laughs> using one. <laughs> it might just be really tiny. <laughs> You can tell by looking before using the binoculars that that boat out there, it's definitely got some writing on the side of it. Ooh, Once you mm -hmm. use the binoculars, you can actually make that out a bit more. It looks like the rough waters have taken their toll because some of the lettering doesn't look quite how it must have been originally designed. Some of it's just been wiped. Okay. So we do have an image of a boat for you. Chris, would you like to describe this image since I got the last one? It's yeah, it's a, a, a near realistic uh, drawing of a boat, uh, and it has yeah a bunch of writing on the side. It's green on top, yellow on bottom for you boat lovers out there. Uh, and it seems like it says Australia Volunteer Coast Guard, probably slip ID four three. So, ship but it's ID? missing some letters in there. Ship ID that makes a lot more sense because it's a ship, or it's its SIP address. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, it's missing it's missing the following letters as far as I can tell. Is it's missing yeah. the A in Australia or the second A in Australia, uh the N and the E and one of the E's in volunteer, the T in Coast Guard, the, the T in Coast, the G in Guard, the H uh in ship, and then yeah, after right? it says ship ID, it says parentheses four, comma three. Now, just so that you're not thrown off a little bit, take a look at the first word on it again. There's a letter at the missing at the end, so it's probably Australian. Oh, right? yeah! Thank you for pointing that out. That would have yes. been a nightmare. So then we've got basically the 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 missing letters are A N N E T G H H. Yes, and it Kenneth Branagh. I think is what it says. 
So I've been trying to rearrange these letters to spell something, and I have not succeeded. Nothing. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So we've got, what else is left? We've got to the south. We've got, do we see anything else with this boat? Is there any, are there people on the boat? Not as far as you can tell. If there is someone, they're hiding. I see. Okay. Um, All right. So with this, I go, you know what? I get up on top of the lifeguard chair. And then I look out from the lifeguard chair. Do I see, does the lifeguard chair afford me a view of anything I might have missed? Oh, there we go. You assume that that is exactly what's going to happen. So you clamber up, you swivel around to get a nice, comfortable position. And ow, you could not see it on your way up, but there is something right where your left hand sits. And it has just jabbed you hard. It's a fish hook stuck to the armrest. Oh, God. You didn't tell me this was a saw torture escape room. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I I dig the rusty fish hook from out of my bleeding hand. And uh, I search about for ointment to, uh, to, to, and you know, I hope I don't have tetanus now. I didn't get my yeah, shots before Yeah, let's stop everything. We've got to find some ointment. <laughs> no, you, you knew uh, when you were coming to Australia that if there was one thing you were going to need, it was medical assistance. So you brought ointment. <laughs> oh, score. I knew okay. something. I went to Australia. I knew something out here would kill me eventually <laughs> out here in the, in the wilderness. Um, okay. So we've got a fish hook. We have a bloody fish hook now. Okay. Fantastic. That's great. I'll let you put the fish hook on the fishing wire. I would love to, but my hand is so horrifically mangled that I don't think I could accomplish it right now. (laughs) All right, I'm going to let's rinse off the fish hook in the salty ocean. There we go. And then can we put it on the fishing wire? Do we have that? Absolutely, you can. Yes. Can we try to get that key? Oh, you didn't ask how thick the fish hook was. (laughs) (laughs) It's an Australian fish hook. Which is a big big fish. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, but all right. How how thick is the fish hook? Can we though? No, it's fine. It is acceptably thin. Okay. We put it on the fishing wire and we go key fishing. Yeah? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. take your contraption over to the shower drain and it fits through the gap. You wobble it around, you catch the key, you pull it up. It's an old school car key, like the kind that you actually have to stick in a door. Oh. Remember that? Yeah. And there's a sticker on the end with some letters. It's clearly an abbreviation of some kind. It just says AVCG. The angry video game nerd was here. If anyone remembers him from YouTube, back the uh, angry video came good. Oh boy! Okay, A-B-C-G. okay. So that's, I'm wondering if those letters go with something else, but I'm also wondering if there's a car in the in the car park that might yeah. go with this key. There's a lot to look at in this car park. Hey, trivia fans! Neil here from Triviality, the pub trivia-style game show podcast where lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. I'm excited to bring you a special discount code for my first book, Being Patrick Swayze, Essential Teachings from the Master of the Mullet, featuring games, quizzes, trivia, and more. If you'd like to receive 30% off, go to trivialitypodcast.com slash Swayze. That's S-W-A-Y-Z-E. And while you're there, give Triviality a listen. We might not get every question right, but we'll certainly have fun while doing it. You trek back up the walkway to look oh, around. Oh, no. Another place? At the far end, remember, we've got a public toilet and a vending machine. But between oh, we haven't that even considered and... the... Oh, that's right. Yeah. There's so much to do. You guys are wasting so much time making funny <laughs> jokes and being cool. <laughs> making the show fun. Making entertainment for our you listeners. You idiots. 
You dummies. <laughs> Idiots. It's going worse than we ever expected. <laughs> I didn't just add that in as a note to you because I thought you'd forget. I have that written in my notes. I thought Thanks. everyone would forget. Okay. But between that and where you are now, there are cars. Heaps of parked cars you didn't really notice on your way in, but now that you've been to the beach and you know that it's empty, this is weird. Who do all these belong to? They all look sort of samey. They're different colours, but stylistically they're almost all the same. The number plates too. Normally you'd see a variety of combinations of how the letters and numbers go together. All these ones have the same kind that is not common in Australia. Four letters followed by two digits. Usually you'd only see those on personalised plates. This all seems very intentional. Now, speaking of weird, completely separate from that, slightly different point, most of the cars are like that. Almost all of them, but there is just one that stands out. There is a grey, extremely shady looking van. And its number plate doesn't follow this sort of pattern at all. It's uh, D-A-N-G-3-R, because someone's a tough guy. Ooh. Oh, that's the car we came in. Yeah, it's ours. That one's ours. (laughs) Yeah. Mystery solved. No, ours says danger because we got it. We didn't have to switch the the E yeah. out for Oh, yeah, we rest. got it first. Please. Yeah. <laughs> now, if this wasn't suspicious enough, the back doors of this van are held shut not with a regular locking mechanism, but with a six-digit combination lock ah, built into there the it doors is. themselves. Okay, okay, okay. Someone went to a lot of effort to customize this thing. So, yeah, I've got a whole bunch of suspiciously samey cars with their samey number plates. And then this van as a separate thing. Okay. Before we dig into the car lot puzzle here, I feel like let's take yeah. a look at that toilet and the vending machine, right? Like, yeah. just, let's just see, make sure we've got all of our bases covered. Yep. Oh, boy. I hope you're ready for more pictures. Which one would you like to look at first? <laughs> Ooh, they're both so appealing. Let's go with I mean, the... for me, usually it's vending machine and then toilet. I don't know about <laughs> your life experience. True but... enough. Yes. Let's yeah, go in order. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you go to the vending machine. Now, it doesn't seem like it sells snacks or drinks. Maybe it does, but the point is you can't actually tell because everything is wrapped up in a weird, indecipherable package. So you have no idea what you'd be buying. Mm-hmm. Everything in there costs $4, which, okay. $4 Australian, which you do not happen to have on you. You didn't bring change. Dang, all I've got is Bitcoin. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I smashed my NFT up against it. Yeah. Did you, can, do, well, yes. Can I trade an ape for this? Is that possible? We're just trying to make sure you know exactly what week this episode was recorded. For now, you also see there are labels on these items, but the labels are not helpful at all. And one more image for you. Oh, the vending machines. Quite So, yeah, these have different letters associated with them. There's AFS, GSP. There's a, okay, very cool. The, uh, and then, yeah, let's take a look at the toilet, the public toilet. The exterior of this public toilet is painted. It's got a huge, beautiful mural on all sides. Oh, wow, I love that. This is all true <laughs> about Bell's Beach. Oh. Well, one side Wait, in particular all of catches your eye. No, just this part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you add in one realistic detail to give it the verisimilitude, you know, the realism hey, of like, you know. There are it. two things. There is such thing as the Australian Volunteer Coast Guard. Mm-hmm. And okay. their boats are yellow. This is like, you know, for Australians, they all know this iconic 
toilet at Bell's Beach. So if you were doing a shot of it, the Bell's Beach in a movie, you start with a shot of the toilet. And everyone's like, oh, Bell's Beach. And then you yeah, slowly pan out to the rest. I wouldn't be surprised if that were true for people who would <laughs> be It's your Statue Beach. of Liberty, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you take a look. So one side of this toilet in particular catches your eye. It's a great image. It's got various sea creatures all over it. It's got stylistic elements of Aboriginal art. It's really quite something. And there are actually two images that we're going to show you of this. One is a picture of the mural itself. Okay. The other is like a translated version that's got labels on it. So here is the... tells you what you're seeing. The mural. It's quite a nice mural. Oh, wow. It literally is the mural. Oh, wow. Look at that. This is very nice. Yeah, absolutely. Look up Bell's Beach Toilet and you will find this. I literally did that. Oh, yeah. I Googled Bell's Beach Toilet um, just like because I was going to make a joke about it. I was like, oh, here it is. <laughs> That's very Beat nice. Beat me to it. Uh, and I've also sent a link to like the another, the again, a real one. Oh, yeah, picture, this is real. Uh, that is like an annotated version of the same year. Whoa, that's neat. This toilet has had, this is better than any toilet in our entire country, any public toilet <laughs> in our country. Like this is yeah. like, we used to build things in America. We don't build anything as nice as this toilet mural <laughs> anymore. This is amazing. Yeah. I wish it said like Port Jackson's shark was here. Australian <laughs> was here. It's like something like that. Just... Oh, like Grauman's Chinese theater where they got the little footprints up front. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will say okay. this is a surprisingly phallic-looking rock lobster in the I corner. I know. Yeah. I'm glad that yes. I'm not the only one who noticed that. Yeah, wow. Okay, so it's a so bathroom. I think that's just someone <laughs> drew something else, and then they put little lobster legs on the side because they didn't know how to paint over it. Yeah. That's what I think. That, yeah. that rock lobster was there before the actual mural. Right, that's why they did the <laughs> they mural. They built the back mural around it. <laughs> now I understand. Okay. Okay. Um, I think we still need to venture into the public restroom, don't we? Yeah, that makes sense. The inside, not quite as pretty as the outside. People have tried their hand at decorating. Also, apparently another true fact, people put stickers all over the sinks, all over the stall doors. Most of them are just like peeled off their clothes and just like a surfwear label, things like that. You do find in one little corner a set of four stickers that do not look as heavily branded as the others. And this is a very image-heavy room. Here are some images for you. And this is one wow. I probably could have described, but... Chris, would you like to give a rundown of what these stickers are? Yeah, four, again, uh, the realism is, is shocking. It's four stickers. Uh, one says seal of approval, one says you rock, one says ring my bell, and one says walk the plank. The first three have arrows pointing in different directions. The third one has, like, a little explodey, like... Like a buzzsaw, oh, almost. Buzzsaw yeah. kind of shape. <laughs> yeah. It's a happy explosion. Or a happy, a happy Yeah, it's a joy explosion. Okay. Am I allowed All to right. say joy explosion on here? Is that... Because <laughs> <laughs> it didn't feel good. <laughs> okay. Boy, this is a lot. This is a lot to take in. We really, yeah, it felt like, Chris, it felt like you and I had this thing on lock. And yeah, then I, was like, oh, we're I was like, oh, here's seconds. 90% of the escape room. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we got the key. We're done. Like, we did it. Yeah, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> we unlocked the ocean and leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's start here. We've got a mural with sea monsters on it. And then we not sea monsters with fish on it. I think that's the term <laughs> they use in <laughs> I was trying I mean, to use the local Australian dialect where you call them all yeah. sea monsters. Um, Strangely enough, I think that that image has all of the least deadly Australian sea creatures on it. 
Oh, so okay. we've got all these sea creatures, and then we had we found that list of like green shark, white, you know, all that stuff in the on the beach. So maybe like if we examine here, there's something like we can link these up. I'm trying to look. Oh yeah, yeah, but, the, the the stickers. Yeah, the state. Well, I mean, uh, yes, I guess they were stickers on the bucket, right? Oh, on the bucket. Oh, oh right, sort of right, right. I forgot design. about that. This is yeah, so the good. ones on the bucket. Yeah. Like there is a shark on there, but the other creatures don't really seem to match up. That's oh. true. There's, it says green shark. The colors match the stickers. The colors match the stickers. Yeah, the colors of the green of the the green shark, white dolphin. Those colors match the stickers. The seal of approval. The you rock. The ring my bell. Oh, the they do. Do they? The green. The green does. Oh no, there's not a white. There's, all there's right, not so a white. It's just a red and a pink and a green. Wait, but that is true. You've got green. You've got red and pink. Are all it there? Might, that might just be a coincidence. It may be that there are only so many <laughs> visible colors. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was, um, I was like, oh, I finally cracked good. something, and I felt so okay. good. Okay. Oh, so then the other thing I was going to say is that we yeah. have a bunch of letters, and we mm-hmm. also have a bunch of letters on this vending machine that requires yeah. four Australian dollars. Do those letters mean anything to you? The B R O one is great because it says bro. And PJs is like, you know, pajamas. I love PJs. Um, Pajama. uh, Let's come back. So the other thing I was going to say is that the sticker on the key said AVCG, and the number plates are all four letters and two digits. And there's the two digits from the boat. The boat had two digits. Oh, four and three. You're right. Do we see Uh, a car that says AVCG43? If only it were that simple. You do (laughs) not. However. That would have been great. There is a connection between that AVCG and that boat, if you can spot it. Oh. AVCG. Oh, what it's is the, it? It's the initial, Australian Volunteer Coast Oh, yes, Guard. you're right. So, so they okay. are definitely connected. So okay. the key goes to the boat that we can't access. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely a car. No, the boat owns a car. Come on. It's the, car the cars have, like, uh, Coast Guard stickers on any of the cars or anything? Or Not that you here? can tell. Any cars uh, green on the top and yellow on the bottom? All of them. That's how all cars are. <laughs> Incredible. Um, and it's G H four three. This four three. What could that four three mean? Is that like the fourth and third four. letters in this thing of letters? Maybe like one two three four would be E, four. and then the third would be N. So like E N. Mm. Um, That's interesting. Oh, maybe, maybe the maybe the four three is that these letters, the missing letters A N N E T G H, breaks up into a four letter word and a three letter word. Oh, maybe. So like, hmm. I mean, it's still. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait. Yes, Will. go ahead. What? Hang. H A N G. Hang net. Hang not net. Hang ten. Oh my there god. It is. <laughs> oh Thanks my then. god you're a genius and this has got to be really satisfying for the listeners who've been screaming that for the past 45 minutes <laughs> there's there is a 100 percent chance that there is one person at home just going hang 10 hang 10 that's great that's baffling everyone hang in their office <laughs> they're on the All train right. right now and everyone's going oh what's this guy doing hang 10 <laughs> All right, hang so ten. We so the go surfing. So ship ID is hang ten. 
That I still don't know what that gets us. Yeah, that doesn't. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> can we surf to the boat? Is it possible? Well, that seems surfing? like it would be a bit scary. Okay. Oh, Especially okay. on one of those cheap boards. Mm, okay, that's that's why the boards are cheap. So we can't. What if I fashion them into like some sort? <laughs> I use the rope, which we've established as a rope, <laughs> to create a raft out of cheap surfboards to sail to the uh, yes. to sail to the boat. Yeah. We also did establish the rope is about that long because it just holds a small sign. <laughs> um, I, I, no, I sacrificed myself and I let him use the parts of my dang. body to build I a ship. I use Chris's intestine to hew the... You know, it is, it is true while we're, like, you're looking at the objects you have on hand, the key is very clearly an old car key. Oh, that's true. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's... So hang 10. Hang 10. So we're still looking for a car. We're looking for a license plate. Hang 10 as a number. Hang 10 as a number. Hang one zero. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. That fits. Right? But why does the boat know about the car? <laughs> oh, we'll have to get to the boat to ask it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because someone was expecting you. Oh, right. my God. The anniversary. Okay. All right. So hang. Yes, we look for the hang 10 car. You thing? scan the cars in the car park for one with hang 10. Not easy. There are a lot. And uh, great. The rain hits. So now you've got oh. wind and rain. Lovely. Mm -hmm. But shivering, you persevere. And at last, there it is. A rather retro vehicle. Looks like it would probably cost a pretty penny these days. And if you know your cars, you believe that it's a 1970 Ford Mustang. Ooh. Is that a car from Point Break? Yes. It's it's good. This must be Bodie's car. Oh wait, I'm not supposed to remember his name. <laughs> this must be that. This must be that guy's name. That guy's car. Guy's what was his car. name again? Ah, Mustang. No um, Brett. All right, let's let's use that key on that car. You stick the key in the Mustang's door. It fits. The door opens. You lean in. You rifle around for anything that might be useful. Not much. It's pretty bare. However, you stick your hand under the driver's seat, and you do feel something a little unusual. Mm -hmm. There's a remote control. Oh. It's labeled automated warning system, and its only buttons are on, off, and volume. Uh, are there batteries in this remote control? They are, but they are, they are different. These are double A's, but you need a D for the. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh, that's brutal. That's sadistic. That that's so the good. worst thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> um. All right. This, this control has one of those little solar panels. Just like let me have contributed anything. He's solved so much of the puzzle. He was going to get there. I, I got there first. Just give me one thing. Yeah, it's the same battery. You did it. You did the uh, All right. Job. So it has a volume knob and a warning light and an on-off switch, you said. It's called automated warning system. It's just got on-off and volume. On-off and volume. I, I could have sworn there was one of the things in the vending machine that was AWF, AWS, oh, there's a AFS and BWS. Uh, maybe Danny messed it up. Maybe Danny did it wrong. Oh, yeah, maybe Danny's wrong. Maybe Danny's <laughs> the one who is wrong. <laughs> maybe Danny's the one who doesn't get it yet. <laughs> Can't even solve your own room. I turn on the, I hit the button and turn the volume up. Absolutely. You hear a deep, muffled voice blaring out, louder even than the wind and the rain. It's coming from the beach. Evacuate! It seems to be coming from that Coast Guard boat. Large waves, sharks, turtles, no swimming. Evacuate! And then it stops for a moment. 
And then it starts again. Evacuate. Large waves. Sharks. Turtles. No swimming. Evacuate. Evacuate. Large waves. Evacuate. Sharks. Turtles. Large waves. Sharks. Turtles. Oh, we're writing no this one down. Evacuate. And evacuate again. No swimming. Evacuate. So okay. again, the bucket mentioned green sharks and pink turtles. Hmm. Yeah. So that's something. E L W S T N S E is the first thing I think. Oh, for the evacuate, evacuate. thing? Yeah, that's mm. those are the first okay. letters. Uh large waves, sharks, turtles. Large waves, sharks, turtles. Remind me, so the bucket has the all is there anything else with the bucket? It's just got a picture of all these little uh, just a couple of creatures, yeah. Sea creatures, green mm. shark, turtle, White pink turtle. Red. Well, that's like G S P T. And there's also know. this day within the surfing boundaries. Remember to watch your sides. Oh, we, oh, we checked diagonals. out the Oh, the I, diagonals. I forgot about the diagonals. Doesn't that make you feel like a vending machine thing because it's got diagonal like between them? Oh, were... that's right. Well, hold on, hold on. Can, do you think we could just spell some cool word by doing all these things in order? Like pushing vending machine in buttons in order to make a word. So we've got AFS, then G, then S, then P, P B W S, R L G K P J S B R O. Wait, what about the wait? The letters, the vending machine letters match the creatures on the thing. They do. Bronze whaler shark. Oh, oh, on the, oh, my God. Okay. All right. You're okay. right. I forgot about that thing. Yeah, PJS, so, Port Jackson Shark, BRO's Blue Ring Octopus. Okay. All right. That's definitely something. Can I ask um, the Australians something? Uh-huh. Yes. Can you have vending machines in Australia where you can buy a Blue Ring Octopus? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Very dangerous. You shouldn't. That's it's always great. a temptation. It's not great, but I can see why it'd be tempting. <laughs> Okay, so seal of approval, walk the plank, you rock, walk, ring my bell. And what, why do those have arrows? And they've got arrows on them that seem to be also be kind of going in a circle, like seal of approval points to the, the right. aptly named Joy Explosion, and then you rock <laughs> points to the seal of approval, and ring my bell oh. points to the you rock. Like right. if you look at the alignment of them, right? Right, so maybe that would be the... The sequence? The order, the sequence of those... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so now, if we look at this picture, I'm wondering if that lines up to the picture. Like, maybe it's, like, blue-ringed octopus, bronze, whaler shark, Australian fur seal, over to, I don't know which one. Because, you know, Australian fur seal is about in the same place as where it says seal of approval. Oh, you're right. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And then, what does the other one say? The other one says rock, right? Uh, you rock. You rock. ring my bell and walk the plank. Walk the plank. Oh, plankton. There's one that's called that says that's plankton. Oh, first seal. Right? Plankton. What about plankton. ring my is bell? Is there a P L? Is there a is there one of those on the vending machine? Uh, there's a P. There's a P for plankton. Okay. Yeah. So ring, I'm just writing ring. these down. So A F S. Plankton, and then. BRO, I think, is probably your one uh, ring Blue my ring bell. Oh, ring, yes, know. ring. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Why yeah. I don't get it. Why? Why is that? 
Well, I was just trying to figure ring, out which one goes with ring? ring my bell. Yeah, blue ring octopus. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so B R O, and then you rock would be rock lobster. Oh, rock lobsters on there. Oh, that's Boom. I was making so many lewd jokes about the rock lobster that I forgot. <laughs> and then, all right, so okay, so I think we've got the four here. We still don't have okay. any money. Um, so we need to find money to put into the machine, right? Oh. Yeah, there are only a couple of things back on the beach that you haven't looked at in further right. detail. Oh, that's was... I forgot that there's more stuff. There's the litter on the beach, right? Yeah. Let's start there. Yeah, right. So you go to the water. It's getting rough, especially in the rain. The waves are getting bigger by the minute. And all of this debris in the shallows, either the water grabbed it off the beach during high tide or it's been blown in from somewhere else. Most of it is absolute junk, but you do see amongst all of the other stuff, a waterproof wallet. Ooh. Hey, the coolest kind hey. of wallet. <laughs> a Velcro waterproof <laughs> wallet with a curly strap. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we, yes, what's in the wallet? We go grab oh, the wallet. Yeah, yeah. You snatch up that wallet, and it looks like it has a very nice, neat entire roll of Australian 20 cent pieces in it. And as we all know, a roll contains 20 coins, bringing knew, you to $4 that. in total. Okay, don't okay. drop a single one of these coins or we're stuck on this beach for forever. We both, um, we, we each hold half of it to really make sure we have a good hold on it. And we walk yes. it slowly back to the vending machine. Okay, it seems like the arrows are the order, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like it It probably goes ring my bell because it probably goes in the arrow, order of the arrows ending in the plankton. The joy one. explosion, right? We always the joy explosion. It. Yeah. Uh, That's how everyone wants to end things. Yeah. Yes, it's the circle of life. Um. <laughs> uh, so in that case, all right. So we put the four dollars in, and then we punch in B R O. We got one and then chance. R L, <laughs> and then uh, A F S, and then plankton uh, P for plankton. You're getting ahead of yourself because you've got twenty twenty cent coins. So it's <laughs> <laughs> so fifty yeah. it falls down to the bottom. Ten minutes later, one more. and one of them just white keeps coming back out and yeah. change thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ah. <laughs> you put your coins in. You press the B R O button. It lights up. You press the RL button, that one lights up as well. AFS and P, they all light up. And at that point, the machine whirs to life and a package falls from the P section. You bend down to retrieve it, unwrap it, and instead of plankton, thank God, you find a battery. <gasps> hey! Oh my God! Uh, it does not fit in the walkie-talkie. <laughs> it's a, it's oh, a backup for the it's alarm a watch system. battery. Yeah, it's a backup <laughs> for the alarm system. Um... <laughs> All right, we put it in and turn the walkie-talkie on. The battery, thank God, a perfect fit, and it statics to life. What the hell? You press the button, you say a couple of words into it, and what's your standard greeting? Uh, I guess it would be the traditional g'day, mate, right? G Isn't yep. that the, what you say when you're, when you're in Australia? That's it. Makes sense. Good day, surprise, mate. As soon as, soon as you've said it, because it's got to be good day, mate. mate of mine. <laughs> Over. A response comes through, and it's a person with a bit less of an Australian accent than you might have expected. Oh, thank God. Whoa. <laughs> Someone found the other one of these? No way, so you're at the beach. What are you doing out there on a day like this? You know it's the 30-year storm, right? Is that Keanu? Uh, are you, is, it, is it Johnny Utah I'm talking to? Oh, uh, no, it's um, Johnny Hawkeye. 
Johnny Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Uh, we're here. We're trying to find the treasure of Bodhi. I mean, the man whose name we do not know uh, yeah. from the people who we do not know on this beach. Oh, I know that story. The legendary treasure. And you're right. It's totally on Bell's Beach somewhere. Yes. But you've got one thing wrong. It's not money that's hidden there. Wow. Something way more valuable. I said, this is the is treasure was in us all along. I'm going to quit right now. I'm yeah. walking the off this beach. Unless it's actual gold inside of me, I can work with that. <laughs> it's the world's greatest surfboard. He, the leader of the gang, whose name I can't quite remember, had it made right before he died, and he wanted it to go to someone worthy. Hey, you know what? I'm something of a surfer myself. I'd love to help you find that thing. If you ever need any help, I don't know, with surf-related stuff, let me know, okay? Okay. Okay, thanks. Thanks, not Keanu Reeves. It's Johnny we- Johnny Hawkeye. Johnny Hawkeye. All right. Well, thanks, a- Johnny. With thanks to HawkeyeJ14, our Patreon donor, whose name oh, nice. felt great for this episode. Yeah, there you go. So, Johnny Hawkeye, just to be clear, you can help with surf-related things, but puzzles and stuff like that, it's not your... No, I'm not good at puzzles. Not, okay, no, you're cool. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We'll call you later. Okay. You need surf-specific knowledge. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so that brings that brings us back to this riddle, right? Like this this thing with the... I'm just saying, because theoretically he's an FBI agent, right? He should be pretty okay at codes and riddles Whoa, and who stuff. Who said I was an FBI agent? <laughs> you're, you're cool. I'm sorry. guy, Johnny Utah. Cool <laughs> surfing football. That's, I'm Johnny Hawkeye. Okay. Um... <laughs> Okay. Okay. Stay within the circle. Oh wait, we still haven't gone to this this truck. I mean, this other this the mystery car, right? Oh, the van. oh right. The There's van. like a whole other van mm. with. Right, uh, we- it was six letter combination lock. Is that what it was? Numbers. Six numbers. Six digits. number combin six digit combination lock on mm. the van, and the van said danger with a three. Was there anything else about? We go inspect the van. What else? What is, is there anything yeah. else about the van that stands out to Nothing us? Nothing else. Windows all blacked out. You can't tell anything. <laughs> you see, mm. this, uh, this suspicious man looks just like Keanu Reeves with a walkie-talkie crouching. Goes, oh, oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, warning signs and be. All right, let's let's check out the umbrellas and then we'll check out the beach flags and warning signs. All yeah. right, we'll get through the last of the images with this. I think. Ooh, all right. Finally. You go, you look at these umbrellas. Now, all these umbrellas right now, they're closed, which is probably the only reason they haven't flown away in this wind. Mm -hmm. Some of them have towels under them, like wrapped around their bases. Strangely, all of the towels seem to be one of two identical shades of purple or gold. And also, oddly, is it just you? Or does it look like these umbrellas are set out in some kind of order? So we got another image for you to look at. Oh, I go back up the lifeguard thing to look at the umbrellas. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, this is a... done little bit of a beach map. And again, for beach people map. at home, these images are all available in the show notes. But Will will give you a perfect description if you're audio only. Oh, boy. Okay, so... I, I'm I'm Ooh. sweating. I'm sweating. This looks so hard. Okay, so we've got... It's like... Let, all right, so it's a, the road. There's three rows of umbrellas. The rows are one, two, three, four, five umbrellas long. Uh, so the first... there There's basically four checkered flags posted between the first and second and fourth and fifth umbrellas of each row. And then we've also got two gold towels uh, on the third and fifth umbrella of the first row, and then a purple towel on the second umbrella of the second row. And then on the third row, it's there's a gold one on the second, followed by a purple one uh, on the third, and then a purple one on the fifth. 
if I knew that these umbrellas were in a perfect grid, I would have been much more scared of this beach. (laughs) (laughs) I will say this does seem to be six umbrellas that are highlighted with. um... Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's six. Okay. So that's intriguing to me. Uh, we should go look at these war- are, are the war- Is this also the warning signs? Is this what we're... No. Or the I mean, warning signs of, something else? Some of those ones are those black and white checkered ones that you can see there. Those are the only ones that are stuck into the ground. The rest, you have to walk along the beach and start gathering them to find them all. And oh, okay. you do. We do that. We do. We do. Yeah. <laughs> last we image, do. I think. It's my I first think this is the last one. We don't do that. <laughs> These are very cool little flags and signs. One's yellow with a black circle. One is a guy dancing on some bubbles. Uh, <laughs> another one is uh, a, a guy swimming. And it says, don't swim. A person swimming. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Uh, one is just a pink flag. Another person is... Lars, it's like someone a tidal wave, right? Yeah, there's a wave. Is no, really it's being eaten it. by a giant hippo. Thank you. Okay. And a couple more flags, red and yellow, uh, red and white checks. A sign with just a jellyfish, red flag, green flag, no swimming, exclamation point. Lots of signs. Uh, so this goes, remember, there's the oh, the Coast Guard said, among other things, no swimming and large oh, waves. Oh, yes. So okay. my guess is that this goes to that. And this is a code for that, which I'm hoping one, two, three, four, five, six. There's also six things there. So maybe, and all of these things have a number next to them. I'm also oh, noticing. So hopefully maybe this this gives us something to do with something. That's very good. The symbols in or oh, and I'm also like, okay, Coast Guards have like a flag signaling thing, right? Yeah, but I don't flag think signals. I don't know I don't know their flag code. I mean, but they, that could be something. I mean, we do we have our modern day smartphones with us? Is there service on this beach? Ooh. Can we look up Coast Guard flag code? You didn't think to get the international roaming. Damn, man. Okay. Maybe there was some other way to find out beach stuff. <laughs> oh, uh, let's okay. call Johnny, uh, Johnny. Oh, Johnny Utah. Yeah, he'll know, yeah, won't he? Johnny Montana. Sorry, Johnny who? Johnny, Johnny, uh, Johnny <laughs> Hawkeye. Johnny Hawkeye. Call Johnny Hawkeye up. Hey, Johnny. <laughs> hey, we've got some flags. Can you tell us what these, what, how much do you know about Coast Guard flag code, Johnny? Well, okay, Um, I know a lot of stuff, but. You know, it's weird. I think I know it better, like, the other way around. So if you say, like, hey, Johnny, what's the sign for high winds? I can tell you. But for uh, some reason, going backwards, the flag messes my, you know, it's, it's yeah, tough. I get it. I get it. Your method. Uh, um, so what okay. is it in order of what the boat was yelling? All right. let's. So, Johnny, tell, do you know what the, the flag for evacuate is? Uh, evacuate? Oh, yeah, I know that one. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like, such a good impression. I'm in awe. This is, it's got... Red and white rectangles on it. Red and white. Thanks, hey, thanks, thanks, Hawkeye. Um, what about? Oh, we've got large waves. I'm pretty sure I can suss that the one with the guy with the giant <laughs> wave is the large wave one. Four. Um, what about for sharks? Is there a is there a flag for sharks? Uh, sharks. I I would have thought they'd have like a picture of a shark on it. There isn't one. No, I yeah, don't. Sorry, dude. I'm stumped. Okay, sharks. We'll put a question mark. It's all falling apart. What about? For turtles, same deal? Yeah, I've never seen a sign for turtles at the beach. Are they dangerous or something? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um, we've got no swimming is five. Oh, oh wait, actually, okay. what does the sign for no swimming look like? Because we yeah. see right, two so you, signs here. You, you have to be careful between no swimming and swimming not recommended. 
Oh. <laughs> what? So, for the first one, no swimming. The person is swimming left. Okay. Swimming not recommended. They're swimming right. Okay. That's so swimming left zero. Um, system. And then, uh, and then and evacuate. Design, and then evacuate. <laughs> <laughs> I just interpret the flags. I don't make them. <laughs> I'm just a flag reader. Hey man. Like, hey, tell you my favorite flag, right? You know, um, you know those black and white checked flags? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the. the yeah, what are those? It's the surf flag, right? They tell oh. you where the surfboards surfboards are allowed between. Stay within the surf the surf boundary. That's thank thanks thanks uh, thank you. Hawkeye. You know we didn't really ask you what the black and white flags meant. Yeah, so yeah, in the so future mis- maybe pipe it down. Presumptuous of you. I misread my script earlier, and it was sort of meant to kind of appear in my initial description and i forgot to read it so okay you know. well, well thank from you now very on. much johnny you've been super you've been super helpful except for I with the turtle the sharks and the turtles but i think we'll figure that out on our own oh wait i know what it is i know what, what it is oh my god this is so good it's what did it say green shark and pink turtle so it's the yeah. green there's a green one that's a one and a nine for pink right oh yes yeah wow. amazing one, amazing nine Okay, you know what? Before we do, just because I'm I'm dying for the endorphin rush of figuring something out. Amazing. <laughs> um, we run over to the van and we enter the following combination on the yes. six on the six digit mm-hmm. lock: three, four, one, nine, zero, three. The numbers slide into place and the lock clicks and yeah. you open those van doors. Amazing. Nice. The back of this van, it's wide. It's almost totally empty. All you find is a deflated football. You poke your head into the front seats, but all that's there is a tub of surfboard wax on the passenger seat. Hmm. Seems disappointing. Until you open up that wax, and instead of wax inside, you find a piece of paper. And so you, you look back at the football, and sure enough, why is it deflated? It's deflated because someone has cut a hole in the side, and inside it is another piece of paper. Oh, more wow. paper. On one of them, the one that you found in the surf wax, it mm-hmm. says two little sort of sentences. Beside two leaks, and that's leaks with an A, towel mm-hmm. but not purple. Okay. And then on the football's piece of paper, it again has two little sentences. Mm-hmm. Northeast of a leak, direct or indirect. And... Four towels on immediate sides. Okay, so this clearly goes to the map. Well, I'm glad we did that before trying to figure this map out. That would have been very frustrating. <laughs> four um, towels on what? Four towels on? Four towels on immediate sides. Okay. And we're staying within the boundaries, surf- the surfing boundaries. So stay within the boundaries, but don't forget remember- something about di- going diagonal. Remember right? to watch all sides includes diagonals. That includes diagonals. Whether you're playing beach football or waxing your board or halfway in between, be happy. Okay, so we've got... Football and wax. Football and wax. Clearly, like, we have to find these two points on the map that this is referring to, and then halfway between them is, like, your kind of X marks the spot, I think, right? I love that. Yes, I love that. Beside two leaks. What is a leak? What does that mean? Well, let's see. Okay, well, this one says four towels on immediate sides, so that should be pretty easy to figure out, four right? Towels. Like, what's a, there, how many spots could there be that have a towel on every side of it? None. 
Wait, no, the oh, one, one towel, right above the right, right. No, the one because it says four towels on the immediate sides, but don't forget about diagonals. So the right, one okay. in the right above the sandcastle has a towel above it to the right. I mean, above it to the left to the sort of like diagonal, right, and then okay. right below it. Okay. Um, so that's four towels on immediate sides, and it also says northeast of a leak. I still don't know what a leak is. A leak is it something about the umbrellas? Like. The umbrellas all kind of. Oh, leak. maybe it is. Are some of the umbrellas leaky? Well, it is raining right now, but at the moment, all the umbrellas are closed. Oh, so we, oh all right. We open the umbrellas up. Yeah. We go around like all insane right, so... people and open all the umbrellas on a beach. <laughs> okay. Yeah, one at a time. This is also extra comedic because of the crazy wind. So you yeah. put one up and immediately it tries to blow away. So yeah. you have to hug it to hold it tight. And you keep it that way just long enough to tell whether or not the rain is coming through it. Then you close it back up, move on to the next one. Mm -hmm. Takes a while to get through all 15, but in total you find five leaky umbrellas. So this is where you might want to be making your own little diagram of this to know where they are. Oh boy. Um, Yeah, I'm going to need you to do that because I've got this on my computer, so (laughs) I can't really... Hold on. Yeah, you're not using Excel for this? Hold on. You know what? I'm going to copy paste this into MS Paint and we'll do it. Oh, (laughs) brilliant. That's a great idea. Okay, so starting from the left, top mm-hmm. row, first and fourth are leaking. All right, in, in the middle row, it's the fifth one, the furthest right. Okay. okay. And in the bottom row, the first and third. First and third. Okay. All right, so let's look at these notes again. I, we're close. We're very close. I can feel it. All right, beside two leaks, towel but not purple. And again, diagonals count for this. That's true. Uh, that's got to be the one that for the bottom row. Yeah. Uh, the second one, it has a towel and it's between two leaks. Yeah. Okay. So that's wax. That's wax. Um, that's wax. Yes. And then, oh, so it's under the sandcastle. Oh, jeez. Oh, frick. All right. So we dig on the diagonal that roughly right lines up with the sandcastle. We use the spade to dig. Well, so where was the other one? Where was the football one? Sorry. The football one was smack dab. The football one, I believe... Actually, well, let's take another look. Um, besides, oh. the other one was northeast of a leak. North. Oh, shoot. That one's not northeast of a leak. Dang. Okay. Northeast of a leak. I don't trust myself north- right now because you're drawing with the uh, lifeguard stand and the surfboards illustrated to me immediately that I don't know east from west and did my whole drawing backwards at the very beginning of this. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm now I'm on board. Northeast of a leak. So N-E-S-E. Northeast of a leak. Oh, hey. If you go northeast... Okay, so... Northeast... Okay, the leak that's in the bottom middle. Very bottom middle. Northeast Go northeast of that. That umbrella has a diag a towel on every diagonal on four sides. Oh, you're right. Okay, yes. So yeah, I mean that's uh, still kind of the sandcastle right in the middle. Yeah. So right underneath the sandcastle wouldn't work. You have to go just off the sandcastle. Just off, off the just sandcastle. Off you know, the, right. sandcastle. <laughs> the, the castle is where people expect treasure to be, so right. you have to have it as a decoy. It's just to the east of the easternmost parapet. <laughs> <laughs> we stay out of the east wing of the castle. We never go in there. Um, and I okay, stand so yeah, like we dig right for a surfboard. Yeah, and I stand like right behind Will so that when he finds the treasure, I can knock him over the head <laughs> and steal it from his I find a note that says, Look behind you. <laughs> All right, so you find that spot, 
you start digging in the sand. At first, maybe you try using the spade, but turns out those things are really inefficient and for children, so you just Mm -hmm. use your arms instead. You sweep sand all around you until you've made a hole about three feet deep. Sorry? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just going to say I use one of the surfboards to dig. We use like Even one better. Of the, break one of those yeah, surfboards to use that. <laughs> All right. You keep going that until I, I you tie a it. surfboard to my arm with the rope string and I use that and I've got arm <laughs> shovels. It's amazing. Well, you never asked how thick the surfboards were. <laughs> the human <laughs> shovel. They break immediately. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, You sweep sand all around you until you've made a hole about three feet deep or so, and then you start to touch something. There's something big and hard and flat down there. It's bigger than you. And you're pretty sure you know what it's going to be. Takes some time to unearth the whole thing, but when you do, you are looking at the surfboard treasure of legend. Wow. It's beautiful. It doesn't look (laughs) anything like those worn-out loser ones further up the beach. This is (laughs) special. And as you're admiring it, your walkie-talkie springs to life. You found it. You jump. <gasps> is, is he watching you? Yeah, yeah, we found the board. We found uh, Bodhi's board. I mean, the guy's board, you know, I yeah. think. It's, yeah. So what are we doing and now? How do you know oh. that we found it? Um, no reason. Oh, man. So, hate this. what do you do now really depends. What does it make you want to do now? It makes me kind of want to surf, bro. Yeah. Like, feels like we should surf this thing. Is it a two-person feels like the two of us surfboard? To, feels like we should lie on top of each other on top of this surfboard and paddle out with four arms. It's got a little sidecar. It's got a boogie board attached to the side. No, you know, when, when big wave surfers ride big waves, there's always the surfer, and then someone rides a jet ski beside them as like a spotter. Yeah. So mm-hmm. one of you can oh, be that person. We did bring our jet ski with us. We forgot mm-hmm. we had that the whole time. Can, can we say it's a jet ski of legends just so that we're both like ready? <laughs> yeah, but it's, a, it's an entirely different legend. That's from uh, the yeah, last yeah, treasure yeah. we found. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Too bad we lost that recording. Yeah. Um, all right. So it feels like we should surf out to that boat, that Coast Guard boat, or at least just goes there. Yeah. Are there any big, huge waves we can ride right now? You're in the middle of a 30-year storm. These are the biggest waves that you have ever seen. I look at Chris and I say, Chris, via con Dios. And I, <laughs> I walk away as Chris sails the biggest wave of his life. And I, and I wipe a tear and fire my gun into the air in impotent rage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Chris, that sounds like you've been nominated as surfer. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I, I really, I come kicking myself because I'm like, man. I should have done that. Now I have to surf this wave, but I, I, I'm a good supporter, but I don't want to make it awkward. So I go ahead and go out into the ocean. You look at each other, just Vika Vika Dias. Oh, 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 got you. Too, too, too slow. Oh. You have to surf to your death now. Uh, I caramba. No. Oh. Holding the hefty board under your arm, you slip off your shoes, you make your way towards the water. The rain is battering you. The wind is roaring in your ears. The surf is angry. The surf was angry that day, my friend. The sea is angry. (laughs) (laughs) But inside you, even as your heart is racing, there is somewhere deep down some kind of inner calm. Good luck. You hear Johnny Hawkeye talking to you through the walkie-talkie right before you drop it in the sand. Okay, Johnny, where are you? (laughs) Oh, it's been dropped in the sand. Sorry. Oh, I can't hear you. I'm in the sand. Bye. I think he was 
in the walkie-talkie. I think I break the walkie-talkie dude. open. Is he in the walkie-talkie? <laughs> hey, it's me. You'll never catch me. <laughs> that was the best high-pitched, tiny leprechaun Keanu Reeves impression I've ever heard Back in my life. Back to my castle. Oh, no, what happened to my castle? <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> my home. My parapet. The eastern parapet is gone. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I'm reading a conclusion. Please here. get back. <laughs> You're dimly aware of how cold the water is, but you lie on the board, you paddle out, out past the smaller swells, out well past where you can stand up. The waves off the coast of Bell Beach can reach. Do you know how tall we're talking here with big waves? How tall? Seven, well, six feet. About 15 meters or roughly 50 feet. That's oh, wow. It is. That's Not untypical. <laughs> I'm regretting the highest you've ever done is yeah, maybe like a fifth of that. Yeah, but there's something about this board. It feels not only does it feel really stable, really sturdy. You almost feel like it's got the energy of its creator imbued within it. I look at Chris as he mm-hmm. trembles before because Chris is like he's doubting whether he should do this, and I look at yeah, Chris okay. and I say, "Chris, finish it." <laughs> Good. <laughs> and then as I leave, you say to yourself, P's not coming back. <laughs> this board, it has almost like its own presence of complete and utter confidence. This is where it's supposed to be. Against the blackening sky, you see it coming, a swell to end all swells, a forming mountain of a wave. It stretches toward you, it's growing, it's bigger than you. It's beyond bigger than you. It's too big to be this close to a human. You paddle. You burn your arm muscles pushing back towards the shore. You feel the front catch you and you know you have to stand up and the board stays steady, not a wobble. You manage to stay at the peak of the wave as it rises higher than water should ever rise and then you're in front of the peak. Then a shroud of new darkness covers you as the wave starts to curl. It's not just behind you. It is caving over you. The beach is so far away and it's so far down, but your legs are like steel on this board and you're traveling so fast if you can just get ahead of where the wave breaks. But you can't. It comes down on top of you. All sound, all the sensations, they all vanish. You're not standing anymore. You don't even know where your head or feet are. You're falling. You're being crushed at the same time. You can't tell if your eyes are shut or if there's just nothing to see. And that's it. For the longest time, that's it. And what's left of your mind believes that's all you'll ever feel again. And then you see light. You surface. You're still way out in the water, but not as far as you were a few minutes ago. The waves here are all foam, no break. You still can't feel your body, but you think you can struggle back to the beach. When you do, you collapse, gasping. You've never felt so weak. You there? You turn your head weakly. The walkie-talkie. It's so close. It's not that broken after all. You stretch out an arm for it. Uh, I, I say yes and will. It, Would you mind helping me be- up? You're just standing I there. I can't believe you did it. <laughs> it was very fun. It, I mean, it didn't sound fun. I Maybe, you know, if to some people, but it was very fun. <laughs> you're- no, no, no. You're missing the point. Oh. He, he didn't care about that. Nobody can ride out the 30-year storm. What he cared about was that you wanted to ride it, and nothing was going to stop you. 
your aching head can't keep up with this. Turn around. You uh, obey as best you can, and being swept up to shore with the rest of the litter is your legendary surfboard shattered into three pieces. Wow. You crawl towards the closest one and you look at it. The inside, now exposed, does not have that pale, foamy, polystyrene core that a normal board would have. Chocolate. It's only got a very fine layer of that, and everything else is lustrous chocolate. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's, it's totally gold. Delicious you chocolate. <laughs> you were riding on an almost solid gold surfboard. Wow. It's all yours. He was a lot of things, not all of them great. But when it came to surfing... Successor. And that's the end of the room. Wow. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> we found who knew Bodhi's that, golden Who knew that surfboard. the perfect surfboard was made out of gold? It seems like gold would be a little too heavy to be a Just, surfboard. No, well, nobody's well, tried it. Crashed. 